You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? On the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the You Know What, Dude? podcast. This is a special edition where Robert goes one-on-one with some of the most interesting people in the world. Or at least in his world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You know what, dude? You know what, dude? You know what, the You Know What Dude Podcast. One on one. <clears throat> yo, 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 what's up? Yo, and before you know, I had my gap pointed in the window. I went to the YKWD, and what did I see? Nikki D. Whoa. Holding his pee-pee. It's big. It's long. It's big like a schlong. I put it on my shoulder, and I said, hey, hey, how come? <laughs> oh, shit. Check it out. <laughs> That's awful. That was tremendous. YKWD one-on-one in, in New Orleans. I'm down here with a special guest. Yes, I can say special guest. Um, Nick DiPaolo. Last time I said special guest, it was... Uh, Craig Rogel. No. <laughs> it's my go-to. <laughs> Greg Rogel is your go-to. I love Every time. I just um, like the name. Nothing against Greg. It's a funny name. It's a great name. Um, Nick DiPaolo. Uh, uh, one of the number one shows on Riotcast for many years. Uh, one of the face of Riotcast. I mean, he's been on radio for fucking 15 years. Television, film, and on top of all that, he's one of the funniest motherfuckers going um, right now. And f- probably for the last, what, 15 years, one of the funniest motherfuckers? I don't know, Bobby. That's not for me to say. But, I uh, just said it. Uh, there's I a guy named Modi out there who's been breathing down my neck for the last 10 years. <laughs> Modi. This guy is one funny Jew bastard. He really is. <laughs> he's, he's fucking, he's taking those uh, sugarless. What are they called? <laughs> uh, um He's a mensch. He's a mensch. He's a mensch. He's a mensch and he has a wench. It's kind of unusual. <laughs> well, that's okay. We're not about a wench. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... So, dude, we're here in New Orleans. Uh, me and you are doing another show. We've done a bunch of these shows together. These casinos. I wouldn't say gigs. a bunch. We've done a couple, you know. Yeah, like three. Well, and I got to be honest, Bobby. Out of all the guy, you know, it's a co-headlining show. The last guy I want to follow is you. I got to be honest. With you. Well, I mean, you're you shake the goddamn rafters. That comics come home thing. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is a fucking arena act. Yeah, well... You fucking murdered, dude. Yeah, well, tell the fucking people to show up at a comedy club and maybe someday I'll work myself to... I can't even fill a fucking uh, Albany room. Oh, please. It's I a matter know. of time. You, you, put out that, you put out that book you're writing and then that pamphlet and... <laughs> it's funny. You know, I just... There is, I mean, look, let's just, I want to get this out up top. First of all, congratulations. You have your own show coming out on a serious satellite radio, channel 103. Yeah, May 15th. Which is now called The Fraction. No, Faction. Faction. Yeah. Fraction. The Fraction. Fraction. Yeah, it's one eighth of the fun you're going to have on my podcast. <laughs> it's, uh, you'll still be doing your podcast on Riotcast. Yes. It'll be uh, taken from your show on Sirius Satellite Radio. Yeah, that's exactly um, right. So connectpal.com slash Nick. You can still get the podcast. Uh, you get the podcast. You yeah. get the, you'll get the Riotcast. And, you know, if you're uh, already signed up for Sirius Satellite Radio, 
You'll get you how many days a week? Uh, it's going to be four to five. Four to five days a week yeah. from six to nine. Six to eight p.m. To 8. Eastern. Uh, that's evening, folks. Six p.m. to eight p.m. Eastern time. And that starts when? May 15th, which that's is two weeks away. Yeah, it's like 10 days away. 10 days away, you start your own show, yeah. Serious Saturday. Wish I knew what was it about. You don't know? You have no idea. We know. Yeah, I do. Of course, it's going to be It's going to be basically your podcast. It's going to be like my podcast. Except probably a little, uh, it's going to be longer, which is a good thing. Yeah. Because I, t- I, you know, I tell you, I keep telling you I'm a fan of your podcast, and you don't believe me, but I do listen. You do, because you actually recited some of the shit. Yeah, I do. I listen every week. It's one of my favorite podcasts. And at the end of it, I'm like, shit. When you're like, all right, that's enough for you. I'm like, come on. It's nice to hear. Well, usually I get a round of applause. I go, we were we were done ten minutes ago. Your mother was <laughs> fuck. Well, it's it's um, you know the one thing that people, especially comedians, are forgetting with all this political shit that's going on, is they're forgetting to be funny. It's like you can do you, you tell me your opinion, tell me what you think, but I like that you'll always throw something in at the end. You'll always. Say something. You, you, I have to. It's hard. You, you're right. It's hard to. And I'm not a. You know, I'm not a political fucking comedian. You know, but Colin Quinn said it best. You know, if I was telling a joke about McDonald's, you can tell how I voted. So, <laughs> but with all this acrimony with Trump and the, you know, it, 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 I can't. I'm sorry. It's all I find interesting right now. I. It's all I want to talk about. And and you're right. You got to you know make it funny. Otherwise, you just get preachy. You have to be funny first. And but I but you know I drop in the sound effects and shit. And, and it's sort of like it's got you know it's got a taste of Stern and uh, you know. Well, so. Here's the thing: you're doing this by yourself in your house, and you got sound effects. You got a soundboard. Um, of course, you got your Cape Fear De Niro laugh. What's that laugh? <laughs> yeah. That laugh is uh, just oh, him in the movie theater. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, Probably driving people nuts with that. It's one. got its own thing. You've created your own thing over the last couple of years. Because the last time you were on radio was Artie. Yes. Which was a big show. Yes. Uh, and then you, whatever the fuck happened with that. But yeah, the, you went back to basics. Yeah. Well, you guys showed me. I mean, you, thank God for Riotcast. Rob Sprantz and you guys showed me how to set up the equipment, and uh, I wrote it all down. And and right. um, and uh, I, 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 the first couple I did, I was like, I don't know if I like this. I was actually nervous in my own basement, <laughs> you know. And I've done radio, I've done terrestrial, and 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 I, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, after about a month, it clicked. It was yeah. sort of like doing stand-up. It was a, a release for me. Yeah. And I went downstairs. I started to look forward to it. Right. And th- then that's when I said, you know, I'm going to give these people more shows. If they're liking it, I'm liking it. Yeah. And uh, it's been good to me. And really, I think that's how I got the serious show. Yeah. You know? Well, So I mean, thank you and Sprats. I got to tell you that much. Well, it's, it's, it's a, I, I, I like to hear it because it's... You're a radio guy. I've seen you on radio. I've heard you on radio. I've been on your radio show. You're fast. You're, you're, I love radio. You're, you're well-read on what's going on. And, you you know, you're, you're always writing jokes, but you're always funny. And your podcast is always that fuck. Even, it's not always comedy first. Sometimes it's right at the end when you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then you go, ah, oh, you zip ahead. And then... <laughs> yeah, you're throwing shit that you get arrested for on terrestrial radio. Yeah. And, now, uh, how do you, and how do you think you're going to... How do you think this is... I mean, this is... I mean, serious, you can say whatever you want, but they still fire people. I, I don't well know. Done. I don't know. I'm going to have to find that balance, but I don't think they're hiring me to be a shrinking violet, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I did a week of shows over there back in October, right before the election, 
and they they fucking loved it apparently you know because this came about so but no it's actually a good question i don't know are you I mean, gonna hold back are you nervous i don't that? know I, I i don't plan on holding back fuck? i really don't at this stage i'm selling coke during the day i get plenty of money coming in you have coke oh god yes you these, these kids it. eat it up in westchester <laughs> they really do <laughs> No, I keep using that line. People are like enough of that. Uh, I don't know, Bobby. I don't want to hold back. I really want to let it fucking fly. Are you, but here's the thing: Are you nervous because of the climate and have people have been fired? People have been, you know, is it is the is the deal? A, you know, does this have potential to become holy shit? Um, because we all know, look, the the. The radio uh, landscape at Sirius has changed a lot. Yeah. It's going to change even more over the next few years once Stern leaves. Yeah. I mean, are you looking into this as like something? I want to do this long term, yeah. Yeah. But I still have to be funny and say what I want to say. Yeah. And it, it is satellite. I mean, you know, I, I got to believe they're going to let me, you know, within reason. I'm not, you know, fuck, I, uh, we'll find out. Like I said. I'll find out what that is, where that line is or whatever. Right. But, uh, you know, they sort of need somebody. And are you going to have guests? Yeah. Yeah, because it's just me. It's no sidekick. It's me and the fucking callers, you know? Right. So, yeah, I got to have at least one, you know? I would, you know... Uh, it's always a fucking pain in the ass. I I don't like it. (laughs) I'm like a hog. You know what I mean? I don't... I'll... I mean, I have people come on my show, my podcast, once a week, and, you know, I, I book more than one because someone's always canceling, someone's always late, you know, and then when someone gets you, it's almost like when they get used to it, it's like they don't give a fuck about it anymore, and, I mean, you're going to have somebody booking that, you're not going to book it, so yeah, no. you don't have to worry about right. it. Right. But they, oh, you're just going to show up one day, and there's, I mean, three, four, five, four or five days a week, that's a lot of people. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think of it like that. So and probably again, it's a two-hour show. I thought you know I'd have a guest an hour, but then that would be ten people a week. Fuck that! And it's not a goofy morning show. It's not a goofy zoo show. No, I mean no. But you know, it, you you're funny, but you know it's poignant. It's not going to be like you know, right? I mean, just right. a, like a regular radio show. You're going to have. Yeah, no. Like a point of view about what the fuck's well, yeah. going to show up like your podcast. I lean right in my politics, and they don't have any of that over at Sirius, not that I know of. They need it. And I think they, well, that's what I'm saying. I think, and that, that's, and again, I'm not fucking, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm more of a libertarian. We're in show business. They want to call me conservative and shit, but you know me, I don't give a, you know. Right. Uh, so it's not Dave as. Dave Smith, libertarians. Dave Smith, yeah, libertarian too. Yeah, so whatever. I, I lean right, you know. So that that'll be a little refreshing, I would think. I mean, Trump did get fucking elected, so you know, we'll, we'll see. It's yeah, somebody said that today. I forget on Twitter that nobody, um, uh, nobody says anything good about Trump. Oh God, the whole world's against. And I mean, you never hear anything. It's all, it's all just bad. Yeah. And it's even the people that voted for him. Um, there's only f- there's not that many voices out there because everybody's scared to anna- to say, "Oh, I'm for Trump," yeah. because you get attacked, especially in show business, <laughs> especially yeah. in our business. Yeah, you, you get fucking attacked, and people say, "I mean, immediately call you a piece of shit." Yeah, well, well, well I'm going to call him a piece of shit back. Right. That's my fucking take. 
Right. And, you know, even like the fucking right, the head of the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. Remember a couple months ago he came out and he goes, after the Oscars, remember people were afraid to perform? Yeah. Was it the Oscar? No, what was it? Oh, it is a, no, it was inauguration. What am I saying? Okay. Jesus, I'm going to be fucking dead tonight. I took uh, Hadville PM. It wipes my memory off. Uh, <laughs> but nobody in show business wanted to perform at his inauguration because they were going to get blackballed. Yeah. And the fucking head of the Screen Actors Guild or somebody like that, one of the guys in that head of the union said, we're, we're going to watch the, the, the credits roll at the end and see who actually... It was like it was like threatening to blackball people. Yeah, what? I don't. Yeah, that's called fucking fascist horseshit. Is what it is. I don't remember that happening with Obama. Of course not. When he, I voted for Obama twice, and I don't remember anybody. I know that there's there is this right wing. Yeah, it, it, I mean left. There's right wing people, you know, far right who you know really thought, oh, he's a he's a Muslim, he's this, he's that, whatever. Okay. Yeah, and boy, but were they most, right. Most, <laughs> most Republicans were okay. We lost. Let's move on. Of course, that's but that's not that's exactly right. Those are the adults. Okay, in my opinion, not to get too heavy here. We'll talk. Right. But uh, yeah, the adults are on, on the right side of the aisle, and the fucking children. They kicking and screaming they can't and and this whole fucking storyline about him you know and putin got elected is such fucking horseshit this is you know right. it's just uh they're furious they they thought it was gonna be handed to them they're they're entitled on the left they're entitled it, that seems to be their attitude and their behavior is just fucking embarrassing for the last few months it really is this Antifa, oh my god like children i mean they're they're and finally didn't bernie just speak out about like the yeah maybe bernie bill maher even obama even Obama said, you're talking about what goes on at Berkeley and college campuses. Yeah. You know, and shutting down speech. That's the one thing Trump going to let. And I didn't even vote for Trump in the primaries. I'm not, so I don't think I'm like, hit a, but, but, but even Obama, Bernie Sanders, Farley, Bill Maher, even, you know, they said, come on, college campuses, really? You're that afraid of conservative speakers? You know, shutting down free speech. It's a definition of fascist. Yeah, but they're beating people up. Yeah, no, they, they resort the to violence. They're hurting women. <laughs> yeah, I know. How do you fucking hurt a woman? Well, that's what fucking left, far left guys do. That's, it's very Far weird. left. And, Not the, and to find out that they're... Um, they're professors. It's colleges. Oh, they're the worst. You find out that they're teachers. They're the fucking so worst. These teachers are putting on. They look like ISIS. I know. They look like fucking. Well, they ISIS. do the same thing as ISIS. They're tearing down statues of of you know like Woodrow Wilson at, at Princeton or whatever college he went to. They're tearing down statues of old you know white men that help you know build a country because they were racist. That's what that's what ISIS does. They they blow up statues when they invade. You know. That's really weird. Uh, uh, yeah, well, that's called fucking fascism. But anyways, but, uh, you know, I, I, well, whatever. If that comes up there on the show, fine. But, uh, you know, yeah. I'm going to talk about all kinds of shit. It's more culture. Yeah. It's more, you know, stuff like that. Shit goes on at college campuses. I'll call people out on it. So I'm not going to get into, ooh, health care passed uh, in the house today. <laughs> I mean, that shit makes me, me glaze over, you know. <laughs> so it'll be fun. It'll be fun. We'll we'll talk sports and, and, and you know, and have retarded strippers and, no, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever's going on. I don't want it to be too political. But it's going to be. It just the, the, I like I said I think it's why they they brought me on because they like what I did before the election so uh, and, I mean but look, you got to be funny like you said first and, and you're funny too now you're uh, you're still up in Westchester are you ever leaving um that's a good question probably not because I figure North Korea is going to hit 
New York City with a nice one in a few years. Do you really I think? No. Who, Sham Howard from North Korea? He ought to I mean, kill his, his fucking barber. That's who we should start with. I don't know. We all, they yeah. said a lot of his missiles in the parade were fake. A lot of the weapons were fake. A lot of the actual <laughs> guards' uniforms. All of it was fake. Props, propaganda to make it look like they have all this stuff. The Russians did it back in the day in the Cold War. Yeah. And then every missile yeah. that they launched somehow just fucking flopped. Well, we we see a Japan. Yeah. We well we uh, you know we hack into their systems I think and defuse those missiles. Yeah. Some, so uh, I, I don't know. It's a good point, Bobby. But some uh, nerd with a skateboard and a fucking goofy hats in a room somewhere <laughs> going, no, you don't. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Right? It's probably some 400-pound guy laying in his bed, as Trump said during the election. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. I hope we, we don't We don't know. I hope but, we don't go. I hope we do, and it, I hope we don't. Because I love the, the show MASH. I mean, that would come. Oh, you want to bring, bring that back? Sacrifice a few people yeah. so we can have a nice show. <laughs> nice fucking sitcom about a war. We lost 10,000 Americans yesterday, but you know what? ABC just picked up MASH, too. <laughs> I hope you're happy, Bobby Kelly. <laughs> Dan Cook's playing Hawkeye. Yeah, no, we should do it. I know. I'll play Jamie Farr's role. Fucking dress up. I, I kind of. That was the first. Tra- was that the first trans- transgender or cross? That's yeah. Now that now looking back on it, yeah, he wasn't really transgender. You know, he looked like dresser. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That good point, actually. Um, I love that show. At first, I didn't like it. I was like, where are the laughs? Because they didn't really have like a laugh track. No. And I was like, it's serious. And then, but but then I fucking loved it. And when I went up to school at Maine, yeah. Oh my God. At seven o'clock, they would run an hour of it, you know, on the local station up there. The campus would shut down. You could hear MASH theme coming out of every dorm. Yeah, what was the theme again? Depressing opening show. Well, the name of the song is uh, Suicide is Painless or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. right? Yeah. Which will be the name of my new show, folks. Suicide is And uh, remember the helicopter with Depends the Depends how you do it. Bed? <laughs> Try to hang yourself, you know, and it doesn't go right. It's not painless. Uh-huh. You're hanging from a chandelier in your bedroom with a shit in your pants, spinning around. Your friends are laughing at you. you a chandelier in your booty with Prince? Uh, I fucking did Liberace's uh, <laughs> director for a few years. Um, so now, how is this going to affect your comedy, though? Are you going to... It's not. Hopefully, it'll put some asses in the seat. Some of them female. <laughs> I have a big male falling. Um, I don't know. We'll see tonight. Bobby, we got a big gig tonight. I'm actually fucking a little... I have a little anxiety about it. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, I always hear that. I, no, I get the same thing. I, I, I do. You know, where couple of years, I've gotten anxiety... On every single gig, the first night, uh, actually the first Friday, and then all of a sudden, once I get out there, I go, oh, I forgot. First of all, I'm funny. Second of all, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it for 20 years. Third of all, even if there's that fucking twat in the front row, it's never as bad as I thought. No, it it isn't. So you do what I do. You build it up in your head. I build it up in my head, and I fucking, I take away my self-esteem. I take away all my confidence. I I take away everything I've learned and and worked for for 20 years. Right. And I I become some silly bitch that's sitting there going, fuck this. And then I get angry. I'm mad when I walk the fuck in, and I'm I'm, I'm testy. And and then all of a sudden I'll do the show and be like that was awesome, yeah, it's such a great time. Oh I know. My God, I'm a fucking pro at this. This is what I'm I just do. well, but this is my only problem tonight is like. And here's the thing: you probably still work every night, which I don't. I don't. New Orleans has never had a comedy club. It's the only major city in this country, yeah. which gives me pause. And it's Jazz Fest week, so. 
How am I Bill? How am I Bill Cosby? Rape jokes gonna go over, and half the people love Miles Davis. <laughs> Dude, jazz. First of all, jazz and comedy are very similar. Yes, they are. But I just I don't like jazz. It sounds like the whole band has to take a piss. It's too upbeat. I just got into it's jazz. too upbeat for me. <laughs> they're all they all got to take a piss. I just got into jazz. Uh, who was it? Uh, you got into jazz hands a few years ago. Let's be honest. <laughs> I've been in jazz hands for a long time. I'm into jizz, not jazz. Good evening, Paul. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, um, Jim Sherman. You just looked at your arm. Yeah, because I got that fucking mesh. Bobby, we both have some type of scabies. I I went to a doctor. It's been reoccurring on my right bicep. And uh, I went to doctors yesterday, had a biopsy because I'm like, I thought it was just ringworm or something. So, but it keeps recurring even when I put shit on it. So it's more serious than ring. And I'm looking at Bobby while we're having lunch about an hour ago. And he's got the same shit on his right bicep. And you said you just got it down here. I, I feel like I got it off of this pillow. I mean, not off the pillow, the armrest of this couch. I, you fucking, oh my God. I was I the same nervous. way. I was sitting there like this. I get nervous in hotels now. I was at a very high-class hotel, and I got a rash on my stomach because of the sheets. Yeah, the Motel 6 in Dedham. So the, yeah, Dedham. So I, you know, it's like, I had to put cream on it. You never know, because the uh, fucking dirty Yeah, but man, Billy, I mean, Bill, I just called you Billy. It's all right. Don't worry about that. Dad, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Bobby put cream on his uh, rash, but it was a uh, Cool Whip. Hello, anybody? <laughs> yeah, I I put uh, I had to put cre- I get this cream, put it on, it went away. But you know, dirty maid who touches a clean sheet. Well, I don't know. You blaming the maids? It- I, I well, somebody fucking did it. It wasn't me. I came home from Atlanta six seven years ago, and I had I had a it was on my arm a little and my cr- my crotch. Yeah, I had like bubbles. Bubbles. Isn't that fucking gross? Like That's a disgusting, a painful. Thank Christ, I, I got some well, antibiotic. What was her name? <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's the thing. I didn't fucking do a thing. I'm like, I might as well fucked around if I'm gonna come home all blistered with bubbles. What did yeah. you tell your wife? I showed her the minute I got in the door. I go, don't think this is from uh, you know any right. fucking. What was it? I don't know. You didn't go get it checked. Out I did. The guy gave me pills, did he and it went away. It, it was some type of fucking bacteria or something. Really? Yeah. And I remember it was. I was. It was at the punchline in Atlanta. One of those. I think I'm at a punch. And I made him put me up in a fucking different place. You know, the next time. Yeah. You know, these hotels they're nice, but you don't know this couch. They can't. What do they wash this couch every time? No, exactly. Some fat fucking exactly. murder. Want a fucking uh, sweet off a, a radio show gig? Somebody from a country where they haven't even cured, you know, fucking gum disease. And it, well, it could be fucking poison ivy too, because I was in the back. <laughs> so it might be poison ivy. All right, yeah, let's not blame anybody. Um, what the fuck was I? Saying? But anyways, back, I do get I get anxiety, man. I get, and I shouldn't I shouldn't have anxiety at this point of the game. It's a useless emotion. Well, you're, you're part get. of the problem this week for me. I don't want to go on after you. I don't want to go after you. You fucking nuts. I don't work at the frantic pace I used to. I'm but very easy to fall. I just saw you. First of all, I just saw your special that's on CISO right now. If you if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, I love that you watch it. He's a typical fucking Boston comic. Where he well, thank fucking, you. He, I feel he special. Steps on the gas. The second he gets out there, until the second you walk. But you know, there's no meandering. There's no no it's fucking jokes. But Bobby, it's funny you say that because I didn't work at a Boston pace. I was, and here's why: I watched this, yeah, and I go, why am I working way slower? And it fucking dawned on me. I was playing with Zoloft for like a month and a half. Why? Because I was getting really 
uh, quiet and, and and dark and and not talking to anybody, my wife or anybody. Really? How was it? Yeah, goal? and really? not and not sleeping and fucking crazy mood swings and the typical anger that's all. But but when you hit, I'm in my fucking fifties. There's all kinds of shit that goes on. Yeah, yeah. Hormonally or whatever. So I, I, I played with Zola. Even I could tell I was getting a little too. Not wanting to leave the house or talk to anybody. And it slowed me down. I I watched the special now. The pacing is not mine. I can tell. I I was fishing for thoughts here and there as opposed to really hammering it out. But it it, it worked, you know, because sometimes the crowd likes it a little slower. But that is not the pace, the Boston pace that you and I uh, I I watched it. I thought it was fucking insane. And I just saw you at the the fucking Village Underground. Oh, that was fucking great. 15 minutes. Jesus Christ, dude. That was my funeral wakes pick. That's my new chunk that I'm working on. And it's all I have tonight. I'm going, I do what I do. I'm going through a Rolodex of, you know, kind of, I don't have family friendly, but my cleaner shit for this gig. And I don't know why. I don't know what they're expecting from us. Frosty booked us into these things. I never knew it was jazz fest down here. I don't think we, I'm not doing that. I, I, I thought you said I, you were. I'm, I, I was thinking about what I was going to You just going to be you? I'm going to do me. Um, there's a couple jokes that I'm, I am going to refrain from doing. A couple new jokes, because a lot, I got a lot of the first half hour. There's a lot of stuff in there that I, I uh, one or two of them I might eliminate anyways out of the hour mm. because it's just too much. Well, we're not doing an hour piece. No, not at all. But I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm just going to go up and do, uh, I'm going to put a 35, 45-minute set together, and that's it. And I'm out. I'm I, Right at the boom, I'm out. We do another show, boom, I'm out. This isn't about me headlining. So you're all right. This you, is a spot. We're deciding how long we're doing? Well, whatever the fuck they tell us to do. Believe you're me, still doing 35. There's, dude, there's nothing better. When If she comes up and says a half hour each. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I will fuck. I was at a casino. We I don't want to follow you doing a half hour. I was at a casino in uh, somewhere, and they were like, oh, you do, he's going to do 10, he'll do 20, you do a half or so? I was like, yep. I don't have that ego anymore. No, I'm like, I got to no. do fucking, I'm a, I, even on the road, I, I've, lo- I've, t- I've loosened that up a little bit. I, 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 I go up there saying I'm not going to do a full hour, and I, I, lately, the last couple of years, it's always an hour, an hour and five minutes, and not on purpose. I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to, oh, trying to get shit done because I don't work in the city every night, yeah. and I'm trying to get new shit done, yeah. and I end up throwing that in the middle of the set, and next thing I know, I'm at an hour, and it's too much. It's, I heard Tom Papa say it. I've been saying it for years myself. It's too much. It's way, even, even the specials too much. It, it really is. 45 is a good number, well, you actually. Have, but the thing Don't you think so? These shows want an hour and a half. These comedy clubs, they, well, it's an hour and a half. Yeah, and casinos so aren't always like that, So you do, you do 10 minutes for the MC. Right. And Knock 20, us down. 20 minutes to fucking... So what I do is I'll give the the, the middle guy 25. Yeah, that's what I do, do. I'll do 55. 50, 55. That's and what I, I tell do. Them. And usually the club's cool with that. Yep. But I always wind up doing an hour, too. Yeah. I was in Acme. I did an hour 17. I well, that just, place, you always go along because the, 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 they laugh at everything. it's too much. Yeah, it is too much. Absolutely. You I should. listen to my tapes. I go, it's fucking too much. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I how say you, 25 I, a piece for everybody. How do you feel about the... Uh, Three for the MC, eight for the middle, and I'll do 25. How do you feel about the the MC in the middle? Or what times do you give them on the road? I say, uh, at the most, I say between the two, no more than 35 minutes. So 10 and 25. Now, when a club, have you been to a club where they're like, oh, he's going to do 30, he's going to do 20? No, lately they go, I love it. They go, uh, when I show up, I might, maybe it's in my rider. 
They said, we're going to have the, him do 10 in the middle do 20. That's yeah. what I've been getting a lot. And I go, that's perfect. Yeah, they've been that's doing more, it, that's they've enough. Been doing that lately, too. I think finally. They're catching on? With the agent we're with. Oh. They're finally yeah. saying this is the deal. Or maybe yeah. they're reading the writers, finally. It really is. The, the, the old axiom, less is more, especially in stand-up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this whole hour and a half thing. I'm no, the night. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's, that's those are my feet, folks. I've been banging my shit. Forgot I was <laughs> fucking waiting to go to the dentist office. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, how do you feel about the, uh, the, the when you show up at a club and they don't have the right photo? Does that bother you? Oh Jesus Christ! They grab this. They keep grabbing the same ones. I finally went out last year and you know spent the. Nice chunk of money on headshots and shit. Yeah. You know, and I put them on my website, on the bio page, so they can download. They're high res. But you know what they do. You yeah, they go on the internet and they grab the first thing they see from 1994. Yeah, whatever that person who does that, oh, this is a good one. They'll see them all and be like, oh, I like this one the best. He's thin in this one. Yeah. Or he's, he's he has hair in this one. It's like, yeah. yeah, but that's 20 years ago, you fucking yeah. asshole. No, they always grab one of me. This one where I... Who the I, fuck doesn't... And you spend thousands on that, these Well, but I, I, that's what I said. So I started, I started, you know, literally getting involved myself, God forbid, and texting the club when I see something come up on Twitter and going, guys, go to my website. I just spent fucking a grand on pictures. It, they're all high res, and I'm trying to get these, flush these uh, out of the rotation, these old ones. And I say the same thing, but they still make you feel like you're being a fucking prima donna. Well, fuck them. Uh, but it really, it really sometimes, they, it's like you, fu- you know, you cocksuckers. <laughs> how, how dare you make me feel like I'm the one who fucks? No, because people are lazy, Bobby, including us, but I'm just saying. But yeah, no, exactly. I, I'm afraid to ask for anything. And look, back in the day, I used to, you know, maybe I deserve some of that. But, but people would not have me back to a club because I wasn't sociable. Really? Yeah. Rich Miller used to go, the guys said, you know, you wouldn't go out after the show. As I go, is that my fucking job description? They said that you didn't talk to anybody. Yeah, I keep to myself. I'm not a fucking sociable guy. And they would hold that against me, my person. Did I get the job done? Obviously, I'm still doing comedy. Did people laugh? You know? Oh, he's, wow. He was kind of difficult because, you know, I asked them to adjust the sound. Right in the middle of my set, they thought I was too loud, so they'd turn it down. Ugh. And I go, who the fuck... You know, and of course, with my tone of voice, probably didn't. It sounds a lot nicer in Italian, you know. It's a good fella's reference. Um, uh, but yeah, they'd say, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, for a couple of years, I heard, yeah, they said, you know, you didn't talk to the wait staff or anything. I go, is that really part of my. F- they don't. I, look, man, I'm sociable. I know but you Sometimes are. they don't talk to you. And there's nothing. If you're doing sound at a comedy club, if you're yeah. the sound guy, yeah. your job is to turn it on and go the fuck away from it. <laughs> exactly. I'm not Bon Jovi. No, I know. He, I, I, agree. I talked to the guy at a, club not? a few weeks ago where it's like, hey, dude, are you going up and down? Yeah, because sometimes you get loud. So, I know. I, that's my job. Me too. I and like it taking, loud. You're fucking my timing up. They don't understand that they're fucking my timing I know. Because I'm hearing me go soft. Now I'm not thinking about the You know, joke. you're thinking about the sound. Now I'm talking different. My my tone is different. The voice, because of some fucking a, a sound booth. I know. There's nothing you're like better me. to do. <laughs> you're like me. And then you say something to the guy, and he says to the manager who they're best friends, and they drink and play fucking cornhole at some local pub every yeah. fucking Sunday. Right. Oh, but he was a fuck. You can't. What about the comic, man? What about taking 
care of us? What about fucking sticking up for us? What about knowing your fucking job as a sound guy? Knowing your job as a GM? Knowing your job as a... If you're a waitress, how dare you walk in the front row standing straight up and talk in a fucking regular voice during the fucking show? <laughs> I love it. You fucking... I can tell you've been out there. But, I but, fu- but how the fucking dare you? I, I, Bobby? If I say shut the fuck up, there's a problem. All right. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in a new virtual room. Collaborate live, building ideas on the same page. And see more of your team on screen at once. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Well, we didn't know. How did you know? Well, give me a sign. It's when I say shut the fuck up is bad. It's, it's, it's comedy 101, and I love how everybody thinks that they're, they're the best and they're the shit. And, they're, and it's like, look, man. Well, the, the bottom I, line, the bottom line is, and this is how you know we get treated different as comedians have never got really the respect they deserve. Uh, whether, it, whether it was uh, Letterman putting you on after 18 minutes of commercial and the last five minutes of the show. You know how they used to do that? In the Tonight Show, actually. Uh, or, but here's, here's, the, here's the topper, that they hand the checks out while we're still on stage. That says it all to me about what they think about what we do for a living. What, what other art form do they do that, do you know? I have no idea. None. The answer is none. None. And here's the deal, too, is that they don't need to do it. I know that. You and I came up through Boston. I always tell them this. I go, I developed my act in my first couple years in Boston. Yeah. They didn't do that. They didn't do it. So it can be done. So somebody call Boston and ask them how. How many sellers doesn't have a check spot? No, not the not seller. One of the cl- you know why they don't? Yeah, they know how to do it. Because they, they, you get a stamp receipt to leave. That's all you got to do. You can't leave unless you have a stamp receipt or your yeah. party's with you. But we need to, you don't need to do anything. Just have a, just, just, I mean, I, you know, look, man, and it's funny because you, you there's clubs that I had, I never even realized it, but I haven't been asked, been at, at back at certain clubs, and it's probably because I didn't hang out. I don't, I've been sober for 30 years. I'm sorry. I'm not going to throw that away. To get people to drink more at your fucking show and to hang out uh, until the fucking three in the morning getting fucking plastered with everybody. I've been sober for 30 years. I care more about my fucking life because you don't want me drunk. Because if I get drunk, I'll fucking stab somebody. And, and it's like, that's crazy. And if it, the sound and, and the fucking, I mean, there's certain things that every comic, I know that some guys roll into clubs though. This is, this is what they really love is when a guy comes to a club and he's just fucking drinks and parties and doesn't give a fuck if people scream out and yell and will roll, ah, fucking, you hear that? And does a bunch of videos of fucking, ah, fucking, and then who cares? And fucking parties with everybody. They get shit faced and he, they love that because that's, you know, that's the culture. That's what they're into, you know. And but God forbid you have a fucking, uh, you know, you roll in. But I tell you what nullifies all that if you sell out every fucking show. I wouldn't know. Hey, and uh, 
No, here and the there. I have out, a few places, but the guys who sell out shows, right? The, the, then you have whatever you can get sneakers, <laughs> right? Eddie Griffin. Yeah. No, I don't. People don't know this. Eddie Griffin would have in his contract would have to get a pair of white Air Force Ones. Make the, he'd make the club go and get them, but that's just a black guy going to my turn. Whitey, go do this for me, do that before for me. every show. That's all. That's him just fucking taking advantage of the. You know the world it, we live it, in it's today. Fat, but it's him going, "Fuck you, I'm selling, I'm selling out. Go get me some sneakers." Yeah, I think it's more racial than that. Well, if I like, like, I would do it. I'd just do it with gum or technology. <laughs> get me a Zoom H6 every fucking show. <laughs> it's uh, it is weird though. You have to, you know, you have to kind of not be. You have to be very wary of how you ask for things at these clubs now. Because being liked by everybody, I guess, does matter who works there. I don't know. They still have me back, but I'm and I'm much better now. I'm mellowed with age. Yeah. You know, I am much um, more cordial, probably, with the staff and stuff. You know, what I mean, yeah. you're mellow with age. They wear you down. But but the same shit bothers me that bothers you. Yeah. Uh, I'm on stage. I'm not even on stage five minutes, and the whole wait staff is like three out of the five at the front tables. Like you said, standing straight up, taking drink. I I I put that in my rider recently. Can you give me ten minutes? Before you, or even eight minutes. I know they got a job to do too. I, I understand right. that. But, 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 like, I'm not even up there five minutes. I can't even get acclimated. And yeah. sometimes you're on a low stage, and the, and like you said, they're standing straight up. There's people literally looking around them to see. <laughs> Again, this could all this, this would all be all these complaints would be gone if I was in a theater every night with a runaway, which is on me career-wise. But but I do you know I'll do a few theaters a year to get that taste of it's like oh this is nice theater, this is what theaters. this is beautiful this is what one, it's meant to be one show one show no hour. waiters and waitresses. No, t- no nothing. Everybody has a drink. They paid to see you. They paid to see you, and you're fucking... And you're hanging out with Mickey Dolenz and uh, oh. his band and the... <laughs> you, know, you know what else I, I'm trying to put in my contract is that... Um, bread? <laughs> no, no more bread. No more bread. You know that. Um, uh, social media. Because I'm always getting a call. Hey, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Not now, marketing your club. Yeah, but wait a minute. I'll go. To, but I'll go. Okay, yeah. And then I go to their Twitter, and I go yeah. to their Facebook, and I go to their Instagram. Yeah. They're plugging one of their favorites that's coming two, three weeks from now. They're plugging somebody else. Like I'm there. And this not week. even plugging you. It's like you haven't even you haven't even plugged me. Why the fuck should I plug oh, you? Oh God, I didn't know that. I'm glad I don't even know enough about it. I go it. and check. I, I immediately go check out their Twitter and Facebook. Sometimes they're not even following me. Sometimes <laughs> they're not even following me. <laughs> Probably me it's either. Like, it's like you're you're pl- you're supposed to be. You want me to plug you? I can't even fucking. You can't even see what I'm doing because you're not following me. How do you know I'm not plugging the show? That's a very dangerous situation. <laughs> that was Tony Soprano. That was Anthony Cumia doing Tony Soprano. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Uh, so in my rider now, I'm trying to put it in that they have to. Uh, they have to. It shouldn't me. be on us. It shouldn't be on us. What they have they, a mailing list for Christ's sake. What did they used to do back in the day? The well, how about this, Bobby? And again, this has turned into a wine fest, and people are going, "What are these guys?" I know we are fucking wine. I don't give a shit. Anyways, but you're making these are all legitimate points, and they're easy, easily uh, fixable. Um, 
But uh, oh, how about the meet and greet? The minute I get to a club now, they they go, "Are you going to be meeting and greeting after the show?" And I go, "I don't know. I'll make that decision on how I feel when I when I come off the stage." And and that was always you get paid extra to do that. And and people now are just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, I don't want to meet the crowd after the clubs. Don't care if you do. They'd actually prefer you not to. No, they don't. Absolutely. Most comedy clubs. What are you clubs, talking about? Comedy clubs. They, they, Tell that to James in Long Island, my buddy at the brokerage and the governors. And they love you being shaking hands, and then they put it out on social media. Well, shaking hands, goodbye, all that stuff. But that, well, that's what I, I'm talking I about. Governors. I did the other one. It's, a, it's what is it, eight minutes to shake hands on those clubs? Like, well, oh, I don't know. But either way, I don't, you know, I'm but not. At, at like, you know, these other clubs around, they, Acme. All those. They don't give a fuck. Okay. They, I mean, I mean, I'm sure they like it. The, the owner likes it. Well, it is. It's marketing for them because those people, the, the fans, take pictures of you, put it on their social media. All right. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but when I say I'm not doing one, the, the managers, the general manager, the GMs, or is it cool? Okay. They want these people to fuck out. And me standing there. I didn't know that. Well, good. I'm never gonna do it. And I love my fans. Don't get me wrong. But when did it become? <sighs> I, I Frank Sander and Riley said it years ago, even before there was social media. He used to hate when comics had stitches. That's when I first started out. I was at open people would, a comic would get down with a set and then they'd wait by the bar because yeah. they wanted that affection from the audience. Yeah. And Santarelli used to go, it should be like a, there should be some mystique there. You should appear and then disappear. I don't know if I agree with that. Oh, I do a thousand percent. But it's a new world. I, I, I like it's a I new world. I like meeting fans after the show. I do. I like sitting there shaking hands, taking photos, because it's the only thing I can do for them <clears throat> that, you know, after the show, they want to, and I, I, you know. What do you mean? My, you just did an hour for them. You made them laugh for a fucking them, hour. They came out, they showed up. My ticket price is pretty, it's 25 bucks most of the time. That's a lot of money for somebody, plus whatever the food. And I, you know, I ain't famous, man. I ain't fucking. No, I know. I agree. So it's like, I still do. I do it. You guys you know? just help me make bonus by coming out and bringing two friends. I have People that see me have always seen me two, four, five, six, seven times. I got people driving from all over to see me. My fan, I might not be selling out places, but my fan base is real fucking loyal. Me too. And so. But I'll see him again. I don't mind. Don't get mad if I don't, I don't come out every time. I don't mind doing that shit. I don't mind shaking hands and kissing, kissing babies. Yeah. But. I have half the audience that wants to fucking choke me. <laughs> that's that's the one thing that we sucks. all have different acts. Seriously, it's like okay, fucking you know. Well, I, got, I, got, I don't want to mull around people who just fucking hated me. There's, all, there's at least twenty people. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I whatever. I don't mind once I'm out there doing it, but it takes energy for me. I'm not a sociable guy. It drains me in between shows to shake a hundred hands right. and to be nice. Yeah. It fucking drains me. Sorry, it's just we're all different. We all build differently. And uh, and but I, st- I I've been doing it. I'll be honest with you. I've been doing it a lot more now. You know what yeah, I mean? You should do because I'm mellowing out in my you, old age. You should I, do. And I actually like. You, you know. should offer a fucking small meet and greet to certain fans that you know buy tickets or that get uh, VIP packages or something. No. Nope. <laughs> you gotta take some fucking Zoloft, dude. I, I actually like it. I think it's good, but some people don't do it. Louis yeah, doesn't just, do it. No, I know. Um, well, Louis can't. You're playing 17,000 people. What are you going to shake all the hands? <laughs> I tell you, when we, we did that Torgasm shit, uh, the meet and greets used to be four and a half hours long. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that was fun, too. Sitting there while people were waiting to, to fucking shake Dane's hand. They were standing in front. I remember me and Gary. Gary and I snapped. 
because they this this group of kids was in front of us and they, he goes, "What? You can't even say good show." Who said that? Gary Gullman. He goes, "You can't even say good show." That's it's why not, I love. That's not, why I love Gullman. We're right here. We're right here. You're just gonna ignore us to get to the and. <laughs> I was, that's why I love him. I was on my fucking ass. I was on Percocets because I broke my knee. Oh, I, I remember that. I was on my fucking oh, ass. I'm fat. Um, you're not fat. Fuck off. Well, all right. Well, listen, man. Um, we got this new show coming out, which I'm excited for. Um, it's on Sirius Satellite Radio. It's on six o'clock, six to eight, two hours of Nick DiPaolo. Yes. And uh, channel one hundred three. Channel 103. Faction. Which channel. now is 101 is Howard. 100 is Howard. 101 is Howard. But right? And now 103 is the Fraction. Faction. Faction. <laughs> the, the name stinks. I didn't name I'm, it. I, I, I think it had something to do with Jason Ellis or something, right? I Jason Ellis. But it wasn't a his show something to do with Faction? I mean, That's that what I thought it. I heard. I don't even know. It should have just been called something else because it's too hard to fucking remember. I don't even know what it means. The fra- Faction? Yeah. The Faction? I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. Well, hopefully you. There's a faction of Al Qaeda that doesn't. <laughs> hopefully you become more popular and they'll just become the Nikki D channel. Yes, there you go, Rocco. <laughs> Rocco's revenge. <laughs> um, what else you got going on? Is that's, that it? That's about it. I got the. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the podcast on iTunes and Riotcast, and if you want to subscribe, go to connectpal.com/nick. Um, I'm doing modern dance. You doing that again? I'm studying modern dance. And um, didn't you used to be a dancer back in the day, like a swing dancer? Shut your fucking tits off! What are you at, talking do you about? You dance at weddings? No, I don't. Like Bill Hicks said, no real men fucking dance. That's one of the best bits ever. Remember that bit he does? I'm going to butcher it now, but he goes, yeah, girls think they can tell how good a guy is in bed by how well he can dance. You know? What's it matter, he goes. What's it fucking matter if a guy likes to get out there and dance? He's fucking gay. What's it matter how he's in bed? He's fucking gay. <laughs> he goes, real men don't dance. They just sit there and sweat and curse like at a wedding. <laughs> Which is what I do, but I did in the day when I lived next to the palace. You, I was palace. fucking out there. Th- I thought I was fucking palace? Travolta. What are you shit? I live right next to it. I used to get chlamydia four times a month. <laughs> what? What? I had a bowl next to my bed. My, my dick would just drip into it. <laughs> what did you? <laughs> it looked like a fucking pot of New England clam chowder by Sunday night. Ugh. Chowder. Uh, oh you, Christ! What did, yeah. What did you used to wear? Oh, Christ, a three-piece suit with a top hat and a nice gold watch? <laughs> no, no, no. What you, did you wear, like, Jordache and a fucking tank top? Yeah, I had a wife beater on with a sports jacket over it and a pair of cut-off jeans. No. Miami Vice? That's a good... No, I'd go to Chess King. Chess King? I'd go to Chess King at the mall and get the fucking... The the starter guinea set. Z Cavaricis? All that shit. I had the, you know, and I had the uh, whatever. I, I got pictures, man. I got pictures. Yeah. Did you I get like, pictures. Uh, Greg Giraldo put these pictures. Remember he had his pilot, yeah. uh, late great buddy? I, I did one of the episodes of his show. Remember he had a show yeah, Comedy Central yeah. for, for a minute? Yeah. And I brought on these pictures. When I got out of college, this some guy did a story of me interviewing me uh, in the local paper. And some the Hart Modeling Agency in Boston, some guy saw it yeah. and wanted to meet. So I went in, I had pictures done and shit. And now looking back on it, the guy just wanted to try to fuck me, you know? <laughs> But I, but I still have the pic. And Geraldo, I actually let Geraldo show some of them on, yeah, uh, yeah on. <laughs> I can't believe have it. Have you ever posted them? 
No. Oh, you gotta post. No, I wouldn't dare. You have I'll to. I'll be tortured. Well, have I put any on? I might have put one or two that weren't that in, but I got some. Look at this giant steamship going down the Mississippi. It says Burge Bulk on. Anyways, yeah, Gerald, I let Geraldo put that shit on TV. I don't know what I was thinking. Mamma mia. You gotta post one on Instagram. Throwback Thursday. I, I've I've put up a couple. They weren't the modeling things. You should use them. You should use the modeling ones to promote upcoming big gigs. I showed uh, <laughs> I showed like um, Amy. I think Amy Schumer. I showed. Uh, I sent it to her on her phone. A couple of them, and and whoever else. Um, funny shit, man. Yeah, I was, like 20, I was like 21 or 22. Have yeah. you talked to her? I haven't talked. About a, probably, a, I'd say, a month ago. Yeah. She texted me uh, two months ago. I can't tell if it was a month ago or fucking four months ago. But she was having a party, and uh, I forget why I couldn't go. I had something to do up in, I think I was going to see my family up in Massachusetts, so I couldn't. I never get to them either. Yeah, I just never. It's because uh, we it's for for me to go in town on a, one of those nights is just a pain in the ass to leave my house. <laughs> you know hey, I, mean? I did it for you. I don't. What are you kidding me? I've been up there since what two thousand. Yeah, I made that ride in for about fourteen years, and just the last couple of years, I put the brakes on it. Yeah, I'll get in there a couple times. I like to go to the stand. Maybe not now if you I love get in there. That club, I I do. I really do. It's a very I, I, look. I love Patrick and I love those guys, and it is a great club. But it's it's very, every time I play there, it's very young. It's a very young. Yeah, club. I guess so. But I, I it's a good place to. It's a it's. I love it. It'll How be much a, time do they give you? I only I only want twenty minutes. You know, yeah. I, I I've done. When I was getting my hour ready, I said, I want a full 40. Give me give me 45 minutes. And they let me do whatever I want, you know? They do let comics yeah. fucking. Yeah, it's, no, it's a good little. I like to have a handful of people when I'm really messing around with new shit. Yeah. And it's a good hangout. The Comedy Cellar, God bless, it's still my favorite. Those will always be my family and stuff. Yeah. I just wore out my welcome there. I, I, I kept, you know, they, they asked me why I don't come back. I go, I just got too comfortable there. I, I, I started taking it out on the audience like they were in my house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got too comfortable. And and just uh, and now it's packed every night, and I don't want to go up there, and and with a notebook or fuck around when it's packed. That's a people pay good money to get in there, and Louis made it a a big uh, tourist. What about the the villa, the uh, fat black pussycat? Though? Everybody, I love that. I just did it. Did, yeah, how was it? I've, I've done it probably five times already. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. The, the, the oh that lounge, you mean? Yeah, I'm doing it for the first time. My hour Monday night, Tuesday. Oh, night. I fucking love it. Is I it love good? it. Oh, I love it. it. It'll keep you honest. They'll 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 fucking like. You one time and not like you the next yeah that's what i'm doing my hour and uh figuring up yeah i like that they opened that club up now if you think back to that whole place was music not yep. less than two years ago yeah now sometimes it still is i can hear music coming through the fucking while i'm on stage <laughs> <laughs> the other night i'm like Will you turn the bass down we'll put on some frampton <laughs> fucking let me get through this shit <laughs> I love it. It's a great, and you know, Quinn's there working his shit out, yeah. the master. Uh, that room, it's so cool. People are in couches and there's lamps. You like, it really has that jazz, uh, yeah, that jazz vibe Original. to it. And it's got that little, it has a little balcony yeah. inside the room. That's our green room, but people sit up there too they on stools. Out, yeah, they took out the uh, VIP lounge. And made it a little balcony. Yeah, it's I a fucking beautiful little club. And it was full the last two times I did it. Yeah, and 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 it's make I make good money and you know 
I, I winged half of it. I, I got to listen to my, I, I threw out so much shit. Just so I, I'm trying to do a stream of consciousness when I'm there. I don't even have jokes going up. I just start talking off the top of my head. I, I'm tired. I wrote for years. I wrote good material. It only got me so far. Now I like to show up and just be funny. And I'm not talking working the audience. I've had this discussion with Colin for years. What do you mean? Just stream of consciousness. Just talking. Just, well, talking about being funny. Right. But talking yourself into a corner and, and working shit out in your head. And just saying the first thing that pops into your head. I did it the other night. That's interesting. And, and, and the problem with that is, though, you know, at the, at the end of the year, you're like, they're like, do you have a special? You're like, I don't know. I've been fucking doing something different every night. You'd have to rise to the occasion on the night somebody wanted to film you for a special. Right, yeah. Uh, but, it's, but it's the purest form of stand-up. Can you go up there and just be fun? I'm not talking working the audience. Anybody can do that. I'm talking going up there and, and just riffing about, you know, fucking whatever. And, and and I listen to it. Some of it's garbage, and some of it's really funny. There's Do they not. Laugh? There's, yeah, they they fucking. It, it's a yeah. It's a different kind of laugh. It's a quality laugh. They're like almost laughing. I can't describe it. They appreciate it though. They can appreciate. And then there's times you you, you know you go two minutes where they're just kind of like, the, what the fuck's he talking about? Right, yeah. <laughs> but that's but they they know at the at the fat black pussycat they know that's what their place is for. Right. So you can't do that at the comedy cellar. You can't. No. And the uh, underground's too big to do. Yes. That shit at, so. Yeah. All uh, right. That fi- seafood gumbo is literally sticking out of my asshole right now. Oh boy, there's a visual for you. My huh? asshole's been opening and closing like a dolphin oh. hole for the last five. <laughs> a dolphin hole? Did yeah. you? I've been literally squeezing it together. Oh, that's fucking gross. I, it's gonna. It's gonna. Robert has a, a shrimp etouffee dripping out of was his ass crack. No, that was good. We had the gumbo. We had gumbo. And it was as good. That roux, I make this shit at home. And let me tell you, I'll probably never make it again after having that. That was the richest, darkest roux. That's what they call a chocolate roux, folks. It was good. And it, But here's the thing. I still don't think fucking New Orleans has the best food. Well, it, it depends. It not. It depends. What I've had so what. far... Well, yeah, I know. You're an Applebee's guy. Well, no, I'm not. I'm a fucking... Dude, I'm a great food guy. And, I'm a joke. And all the restaurants we picked were from me because I know how to pick a good restaurant. Yeah, you do. The steak was great, but steak you can get anywhere. No, I know, but and but they did it right. It was the way it was cooked. There was two good restaurants we went to, but I'm talking about this this uh, Cajun... I love it. I love it. And and having that having that gumbo today, that was good. It gumbo. was as good as I I heard from people for years. It would, that was good gumbo. I would yeah. I would give it the last gumbo yeah. I had was watery. Well, that's because Greg fucking... Rogel made it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the this full circle for you. All right. This has been a one on one. Make sure you check out Nick DiPaolo, NickDip.com. Uh, Riotcast every Monday he releases a brand new show. It's one of my favorite shows on the network. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, all podcasts. It's I, I have very few podcasts that I listen to, and, if, and, and this is one of them. If you want to subscribe, go to connectpal.com slash Nick. And check out his new show, which starts May, May 15th. May 15th. Channel uh, 103. Uh, it starts. Uh, I'm actually going to be May, uh, May 15th is my, my first show at the Cellar Sold Out, so we're doing another show. 
So it's May 15th is the second show. So go to ComedyCellar.com and get tickets for the May 15th show. Uh, and uh, make sure you uh, subscribe, review to this podcast. This is this is for you uh, premium motherfuckers. And listen to Nick DiPaolo. And if you're a serious member, go check it out. And if you're not, if you, if you don't know who Nick DiPaolo is by now, I've talked about him so much, you got to go check him out. And uh, make sure you support the uh, serious show. All right? Nick, thanks for coming on, buddy. Thank you, Roberto. Bye. Bye. been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Check out riotcast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free.